Welcome to the Film Garage 208 podcast. My name is Sarah and this is Daniel. Hello. Hello. And then we have Bailey Richardson with us. She is the co-founder of the Inner Pretty Movement. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast today. Um, can you tell us all about your business? Yeah. What are you doing? <clears throat> yeah, I would love to. Um, do you want me to kind of start with the story? Let's see. Yeah, the start, story. Yeah. Well, okay. what is the business name? Yeah. So I co-founded Inner Pretty Movement. Mm -hmm. um, we it's more of a movement than it is a business, I would say. Um, but we have inspirational, inspiring, affirmational type stickers. Um, I'd eventually like to do some other stuff, but right now we just have stickers. Um, we haven't actually sold any stickers yet. We haven't like opened our online shop. Okay. Um, I've been a little bit nervous too, and there's a couple other reasons, but it's been more about the movement for me than anything. Yeah. Um, and so just starting the movement has been really what's been important to me. And we're kind of going to work into monetizing it and selling the stickers a yeah, little bit more. The brand first and then yeah. get So it. what do you mean by the movement? <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, it's a, there's a lot of backstory behind the, like the inspiration of why I started this. And I'll share the story because I think that there's a lot of lessons to this that could be beneficial for somebody else. Okay. Um, so we'll go all the way back because there was like a combination of like four things that happened in my life that kind of inspired me towards this. Yeah. Um, way back in 2016, long time ago. Okay. Okay. Graduated college. Yeah, it was college time. Yeah. And right around that time, I met my now husband and um, we started dating and he lived with his mom at the time and they were super duper close and... Um, the first time he brought me home to meet his mom is like something that I'll never forget. Mm -hmm. um, walked in the door. She didn't even know I was coming. We just like stopped by the house and they lived together because he didn't want a bunch of debt from college. And so he lived with his mom. And so they were super duper close. We walk in. They have kind of a smaller house and she's in his bedroom, sitting in his recliner, eating pizza and just the cutest lady ever. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just sitting here eating pizza. And she was so kind and yeah. just like so opening. And like, I felt so much love from her initially. Mm -hmm. And she was just the best person ever. And I share that like initial story because um, I'll like fast forward to the future. And it really shows like how kind of a person she was. And she like always was like free of judgment of people and just like loved everyone. Yeah. And so fast forward um, to 2020. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. What a year. The terrible year. Yep. What a terrible year. Um, the year of division in our country, right? Right. Um, yeah. So we had a great relationship. We loved each other fiercely. We got along. She had let me live with her for a period of time. Mm -hmm. And she did so much for me. And we were super close. And in 2020, the year of like political debates, um, we got a little bit divided. Um, our differences got the best of us. And I'm like embarrassed to say that now. Mm -hmm. um, looking back on that, that that affected our relationship. But I think it affected a lot of people. And mm -hmm. I think a lot Absolutely. of people it did. now have relationships with people that are completely different than before. Mm -hmm. And it kind of started with 2020 and there was like a lot of division. And so um, we fought 
we said hurtful things. We weren't the best to each other. Yeah. I said so many things that I regret and I wish I could go back and completely change. Mm -hmm. um, I would do it so differently if I could. Yeah. Um, so 2020s over that past yeah. kind of made it out, you know, mm -hmm. um, but it was a struggle. We never like fully like mended our relationship mm -hmm. and it was, it was sad. Yeah. That's hard. And so it's hard to come back from that, from that kind of, it was a, just a hard time. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It was really hard it's for just everyone. Really eye opening. Just a lot of things and yeah. everyone else with their inner battles, just so much was happening. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I think it was a stressful time. Like there was lockdowns mm -hmm. and all of that. And so a lot of factors I feel like made people really unkind, yeah. myself included. Like mm -hmm. I did a lot of things I really wish I didn't. Um, and so after 2020, it passed in 2021, you're kind of similar. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. My relationship with her was kind of the same. I remember <clears throat> December of 2021, she told Sterling and I at Christmas, Sterling's my husband, and she told us, I'm feeling the best I've felt in years. So she, another bit of information about her is she um, developed cancer. Um, she had multiple myeloma, which is a form of blood cancer. It's mm -hmm. not curable. But it's a type of cancer that people can like live with. And yeah. it usually doesn't like kill them. Usually you die of like other types of things. Yeah. Um, and so she managed that and she was doing really, really well. And January of last year, um, she got diagnosed with leukemia. Oh, man. Yeah. And it was really, really hard, especially like right after she said, like, this is the best I felt in years. Yeah. And it was it was terrible. We're like, OK, now what? Um. And so she lived for a couple months mm -hmm. and in May of last year, um, one morning I was sleeping. It was like a Thursday morning and I got a phone call from my sister-in-law. It like woke me up. Like my phone was like under my pillow and it was vibrating and I saw her name and it was super weird. Like why was she calling yeah. me in the morning? And so I answered and she says, can't get a hold of Sterling. Um, he was working and she said, mom won't wake up. And she, um, sorry, I don't want to get too emotional yeah. and be able to tell the story. But she said, she's breathing, but she's not waking up. She's yeah. like, you need to come say your goodbyes. I think she's going to pass today. So <clears throat> I couldn't get a hold of my husband. I finally got through to him and he came back from the site and we drove down to Pocatello to say our goodbyes. Yeah. And this is a day I'll never forget. And I tell this story and it's, I probably share more details than most people care to like want to know, but I think it's important um, because I want people to feel my experience yeah. so that they don't make the same mistakes that I did. Mm -hmm. um, so we go to say our goodbyes. And at that point, she's laying in her bed. Her eyes are open like she's awake, but she's not like really there. She wasn't able to talk. Um, and so she's like laying there and she's kind of like looking off. Um, and I grabbed her hand and I said to her, I'm so sorry. And a tear rolled down her face. Mm. And so she like wasn't really there, but I felt like forgiven in yeah. that moment. Mm -hmm. um, and it was one of the hardest days of my life. Yeah. And in that moment, you forget 
about all the reasons you ever fought with somebody. We should have brought tissues. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't make to we me to, to make it so sad. Yeah. Um, but I share like the details of that because in that moment, everything that we ever fought about, if you forget. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. No. Yeah. And all I could remember, and this, is, this goes across the board, is that like when we're all gone at the end of the day in yeah. life, that people won't remember what you did, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. Yeah. And I know there were times where I really messed up and I made her feel bad or whatever. But in that moment, I didn't remember any of the things she did or said or any of the things I did or said. I remembered all the ways she made me feel before times were bad. Yeah. And I had so much regret and yeah. I hate that. That like you should never wait until the day somebody is literally dying and going to pass away yeah. to say, I'm sorry. Like if you're sitting next to somebody's deathbed and you're saying to them, I'm sorry, like you've done yeah. something wrong. Yeah. You've waited too long. And so <clears throat> that's like really shaped me yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I believe that you've only ever failed in life if you don't learn from past mistakes. And so I mm -hmm. don't believe that that was all a failure unless you do nothing with it. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to do things in my life differently yeah. so that I don't repeat that mistake. It was like, I have all these relationships in my life and that was probably the worst one at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And that person was gone and I didn't leave any time to fix that relationship. Yeah. And so I have a lot of advice around this and really what I, I, would like to tell people is that at the end of the day, <clears throat> like there's reasons why you shouldn't talk to somebody anymore, like abuse and mm -hmm. things like that, um, that are really painful for people. Um, but if you have differences like political, religious, things like that, um, it, those relationships are hard, but they're worth it mm -hmm. to figure out. Mm -hmm. And so I would just, really recommend to people so that you don't feel the pain that I've felt Yeah. Um, that you reconnect with people that you don't have to talk about those topics, but you find ways to love them through it. Mm -hmm. um, and that that's really shaped me today. Like there's people I know that we have so many differences, but I still love them. And I still think they're great people. And like without knowing somebody's like maybe political views or religious views or whatever it may be, that without knowing those, you're like, that person's awesome. And I 100%. love that. Yeah. And then you hear those, like, maybe that little what they're thing, like, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. And yeah. And, and this experience has taught me so much about like loving people through that. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm so grateful for that. And I know that she's proud of me and I know that she'd be super proud of the things I've done. Um, and so that was really like the starting place for this movement for me yeah. and kindness and like, um, kindness really does start within, like, if you're not kind to yourself and you're not happy with yourself, you're not going to be kind to other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I really wanted this movement to be around taking care of yourself and being kind to yourself and then being kind to other people. Yeah. Um, the sticker portion of it, like I know her personally, like she loves stickers. She put them on her car. She put them on her water bottles. They were everywhere. Yeah. Um, is that where the sticker idea kind of spawned from? A little bit. Yeah. Stickers? A little bit. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think when you're a 
a starting out entrepreneur, you have to get scrappy. And like for me, I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to invest in a really expensive business that's going to cost a lot to start up. Mm -hmm. And so I think advice for somebody too, if you're wanting to start a business is also thinking about the startup costs. Like there's ways to start it up almost like cost free. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to have a ton of like debt to start. So you a didn't buy a printer or anything like that? No, no. no. So I actually outsource that portion. Mm-hmm. Um, like eventually I think it totally makes sense to buy a printer and do everything within house and you'll save more money that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I didn't want to have the like debt of starting a business. And so I think there's options for anybody like no matter how you want to start that up if you want to bring everything in house to start you can um but you can also spend a couple hundred dollars and get a business rolling which Mm -hmm. is really cool yeah um and i knew i had done some like research on businesses and i knew like what my movement wanted to be Mm -hmm. um the product just happens to be how i convey that and so the stickers to me aren't the end all be all like it's a really about the movement Mm -hmm. they just happen to be through stickers yeah Mm -hmm. um and so like advice for any entrepreneur like if you're starting a business like what's your why yeah like if you're just selling a product or doing some sort of a business because you want to make money like at the end of the day it's not gonna work Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. you'll you'll burn out Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah You have to be passionate about it. You have to have a why, a personal why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you don't know what that personal why is, I encourage anyone to like figure that out. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, like as an entrepreneur, like we have hard days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you have to be able to go back to like, what's my why? Yeah. And that like grounds What's motivating you. us here to do this? Yeah. 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 So you said you haven't started selling the stickers yet, yeah. um, but I have seen your videos on social media where you pass out the stickers and like promote everything you just talked about, all of the positivity. Yeah. Um, how is this like your, are you A, a B testing things or I'll what's say. your, are you just kind of doing this to promote it before you launch? Is Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think it's a mixture of both, you know, and I do think being completely vulnerable and real about it, I think there's a little bit of hesitation um, to do it. Like the fear of like launching your product mm-hmm. and people not like buying it, you know, mm-hmm. like that's a little scary. And like, I think everyone has that fear. Yeah. Um, and then you just have to do it. But more than anything, I think I've cared more about the actual movement than making money. Like it's, it's not really about the money for me and I have a regular day job. And so I'm not like stressed to like, for that to produce income mm-hmm. for me. Um, and I want the movement to be enjoyable for me. And so I wanted to start out a little bit slow. Yeah. Um, so that I'm not so stressed about the day to day of the business. Yeah. And I can actually focus on why I'm doing what I'm doing. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, it has been interesting, though, to see like on the A-B testing, like um, what stickers people like and what people are drawn to. I think that's super interesting. And I want to like that's another thing. I'm not a graphic designer. Like mm-hmm. I can't design. Stickers. So you outsource that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I outsource all of it except me, my marketing, uh-huh. my ideas, but yeah. the actual sticker is not me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's running a business, right? Yeah. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like figure out what you're good at and let other people do the rest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you try to do too much and do the things you're not good at, it won't work for you. And then mm-hmm. you're just taking the focus away from the important things, yep. wasting 100%. your time on the others. So true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No, yeah. I like those videos though. So can you tell our <clears throat> listeners about these videos so that they yeah, have an idea? You, what do you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think there's two parts of this. Um, and I, th I think the best way to explain it is like, both like what I do as well as what is the social media strategy behind it too for like somebody else to incorporate into their own business. Mm -hmm. um, so I go out and I kind of do like a random act of kindness with the stickers. Um, and I share those with people in drive throughs walking down the streets and just like remind them um, that they are loved, they are worthy, they are seen, those types of things. And we record those interactions, we share them to social media. And they're really fun to watch and to like see how excited somebody gets um, to receive something. Yeah. And I think that this idea stemmed a little bit back. So my day job, I work for Frontier Credit Union mm -hmm. um, and I work in marketing there and I do a lot of social media stuff. And I developed our TikTok strategy there and I learned to tie our why to our social media. Um, and what I mean by that is so like we believe in building better lives at Frontier Credit Union. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to incorporate that into what we share with people is really our why, because, you know, no matter what business you have, um, you could share about products like financial, like products and services. Yeah. And on a day to day, that's stuff. boring yeah. to people mm -hmm. because yeah. you're not in the mar market for a mortgage every day of your life. Mm -hmm. And so that's not relevant for people. Yeah. Like what you really have to do is find a way to be top of mind with somebody and them to like you. And then when they are ready to purchase a mortgage, you're the first person they think of. Yeah. And so like, there's a time and place to share like product and share, um, the more boring stuff that you have, um, not boring, but yeah. the stuff that people aren't necessarily interested in. At, yeah, yeah. Mundane. And there's a time and place for that, but you got to share beyond that. Mm -hmm. You got to share your why. And so I think it's about finding your why and how that interprets into content for social media. Mm -hmm. Um, and so at the credit union building better lives, we would do things to help people build better lives and give back to people. And when I would lead those videos, I felt so like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was so incredible to be on like the giving end of that. Hmm. And it like tied into in my head, like, I want other people to feel this. Like, I want other people to be able to be like, oh, I can do something kind to, for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. but it not have to cost a ton too. So like we yeah. would do like really expensive things at the credit union for people. Um, and I'm like, that's not practical for people. Like we no. can't go out and drop a hundred bucks here, $500 here. And that's, that's hard to do. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I was like a sticker is kind of a cool way yeah. to it's maybe simple, simple. Yes. Yeah. but like, let somebody know that they're like seen and it's like a small gesture without having to say too much, mm -hmm. make it like awkward. It's like a little bit of like a, it helps break the awkwardness a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I kind of use it as a small gesture and I think long-term I want to, um, 
use that as a way for people like when you're thinking of somebody, but you want to like mail them there in another state mm-hmm. and it's expensive to send flowers. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It's so expensive. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so like, what if they could just send them a, a sticker with a note and it's like an experience. Like mm-hmm. I want that for people. Um, and so it's kind of to like, let people know that you care about them and they're seen, yeah. but at a lower cost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like I think that. that's really cool. <clears throat> I think, if we all gave those compliments more regularly. I mean, I've, I've seen in your videos, everyone's always just so surprised by the comments. And it's like, just why is it so it. surprising that someone's giving, saying something nice to me? Right. And could you imagine if we just walked down the street and said, nice haircut to the person you didn't even know? Like, you don't have to know someone to give these compliments. And I'm sure that makes people's days. Yeah, their whole day would be uh-huh. So yeah. true. I know mm-hmm. when I've had random people, yes, yeah, say nice haircut or something simple that they notice on me and they don't even know me. I'm like, oh, it's a little boost of confidence. <laughs> and right. Like, mm-hmm. like this world would be an amazing place if we could all just do that yeah. without thinking twice or doing it in a way that's sexual or demeaning, just positive. Like, that's it. I like your just, shirt. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. That's all it is. Like, yeah. That could make someone's day. Yeah. yeah. And that's free. Yeah. That doesn't cost anything. So I love mm-hmm. that you're trying to put that in like a package to give to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and it's funny too, because sometimes when you compliment something, somebody like you don't think that like, you're like, oh, like I complimented them, but maybe it didn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, but like, think about how many times Um, Like in those experiences that it meant so much, like you could have five negative interactions with people in a day and feel so down. And that one thing could mean the world to you. And so we just never know what people are going through. And so if you could be a little light in their day, we we should. Yeah. 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 I really like that. Yeah. It's a good way to put perspective. Have you started working with other brands? Yeah. So we've actually collaborated quite a bit. So like huge shout out to East Idaho because there's amazing businesses here. Mm -hmm. The business community is so cool. Um, People are really on board with collaborating. And so like if you're an entrepreneur or you're wanting to start a business and you haven't taken advantage of like collaborations yet, you should Um, because it's a really great way to like expand your audience um, to like, like partner up with other people, like they'll share their ideas with you. Like people are really open. Like they want to help you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it's really important to collaborate. How do you initiate that? What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's funny because people like compliments. They want you to tell them they're really good at what they do. (laughs) Um, And so I usually reach out and I am like, like, I'm so inspired by you. Like, you're really killing it. Like, I think it, there's both a side of like collaboration and mentorship. Okay. Like they could be sure. a mm-hmm. mentor too to you. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's okay to like either ask them for help or provide them value. So for me starting out, I'm like, okay, I basically provide no value to these other businesses who are massive. Mm-hmm. And so you think like, oh, I can't approach them. Like they have so much more going for them than you do at that time. Yeah. And so you have to think about, okay, um, if we're going to collaborate, how am I going to provide them value as well? Yeah. yeah. And so that's an important piece because you don't want it to come off as like, you're just trying to just take asking from for freebies. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when I've reached out, I've been like, Hey, I want to give you a couple hundred stickers to just share with your people. Like, would you like to do that? Um, uh, if there's something else you want to do along with that, like, yeah. let me know. But I would love to give you stickers and hopefully that's like a little perk for your customers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
I think you have to be willing to like give out some free stuff to start. And yeah. it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. And you've seen a lot of like positivity from that. You've got yeah. a lot of followers and yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think just having those people in your corner mm-hmm. um, is amazing too. Like if you can like call that person up um, or just know them, it's, it's so beneficial. And like, as you guys know, like entrepreneurship can be very lonely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's good to know other people that have similar struggles as you, um, whether you're collaborating, just talking to them as a friend, like those people are in your corner. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's good to collaborate, look for mentors, all of those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you have a mentor that you've been working <clears throat> with or? Yeah. So I would consider several people mentors to me, um, in different ways. Um, my boss, who's the chief marketing officer at frontier credit union. Um, he's probably been the like most influential mentor for me. And he was probably the person that made me realize like, Oh, you have to have a mentor. Like that is so critical. Like you can have these other resources, but if you don't have a good mentor, like you're missing out. Hmm. And he's Um, just like motivating you to like, just get your shit done. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he has years of experience mm-hmm. that I don't have. And so it save you from making those mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so he's a great person to give advice. Um, like I've grown so much in my day job, like at the credit union because of like his knowledge and his expertise. And, you know, with mentorship and if you're looking to find a mentor, like people are really like honored and feel special if you (laughs) reach out to them and you're like, I want help from you. Like they feel really Mm -hmm. special. And so I don't think you should be too scared to like ask somebody for help. I see. I like that. Yeah. 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 Another perspective. For for anyone listening, if they're looking for someone like that, um, how would you recommend like approaching them? Yeah. I think there's a couple different ways you could do it. I've reached out through social media. Um, there's been influencers that have hundreds of thousands of followers and they, they are so honored still to like work with you and give you advice. And, and you've spoken to followers or influencers like yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And they're yeah. like, they're super, um, I mean, not everybody's like that, <laughs> um, but there are good people out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I've had, I've been fortunate to find those ones and they're, they'll be in your corner and they'll follow you and they'll cheer for you and they'll give you little bits here and there. And so I wouldn't say it's like you spend hours and hours with them, but they're there to support you. Mm-hmm. And, um, like if you ask them a question, they'll, they'll help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really cool. So this is pretty creative what you're doing. And then all the things you're doing on social media with your random acts of kindness. So where do you get all your ideas for random acts of kindness? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> or just so, everything, all the creative things. <laughs> well, thank you. That's yeah. very kind mm-hmm. of you. Um, I would say that creativity is more of like my natural skill sets. Um, and I think like, you know, if you're either a creative person or you're not. And so if you're like an entrepreneur and you're like, okay, I'm not super creative. I don't think you should try to fit in a box when you're, you know, a triangle, like be honest with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like lean into that. And I Mm -hmm. think that's okay. And so I think, um, the advice I would give to somebody about creativity is that if you're not creative, 
to find somebody and like, okay, it's super hard with entrepreneurship and first starting out to like hire out a bunch of people, but there's ways you can be creative and offer incentive to have people work with you on things. Um, there's a, a fair opportunity to maybe offer somebody equity in your company, mm-hmm. um, to like bring in somebody creative. Um, you don't have to be paying them up front. Like equity in a company is like a long-term thing. And that could be so beneficial to somebody. And somebody's going to be excited maybe about some potential equity if they see potential in your business. Now, if they don't see your potential, then they probably won't get on board. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's something you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, as for like finding creativity with your business, I think like first off, social media is booming. And so you can lean into other things you see on social media. I think a lot of times like just scrolling and watching other videos, I don't ever copy ideas, but it inspires me and it usually makes me think of something different. Yeah. And so um, we're so lucky to live in a time where social media is so booming and so popular uh, because it's a great resource. Mm -hmm. And so I encourage you, like if you're creative or and you're trying to like do more on social media, watch what other people are doing and how they're leveraging that. Like I did not get good at social media from college. Well, no, our time in college. Oh, it was this different. This was not at all it how w- it was. And okay, this is going to be con- very contradict. Like, okay. I feel like there might be some people that are like, Ooh, about this, but this is my personal opinion. I'm not saying it's right. Okay. But I think unless you're like a doctor or like a medical or science related uh, major in college. Like, do you really have to go to college? You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. maybe it gets you initial foot like in the door. You don't door. need a degree to start to an LLC. Yeah. 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 And so like, I think about what I personally learned in college being like a marketing and management um, degree major. And I don't think I learned anything really. <laughs> do you think it helped give you like a deeper rooted <laughs> no, confidence? I'm in those same classes and I'm like, <laughs> what did I what did we do yeah do you think it gives you like a deeper rooted confidence though that I guess knowing that you went to college versus like do you think if you didn't went to college and were still doing inner pretty movement you would have the confidence to like be a boss and a manager to like get these designs made and do it all I do think maybe you would. I, yeah, I think that it built a ton of character. Yeah. Um, like I played softball in college. And so the grind of like school and athletics was a lot mm-hmm. and it was hard. And so I think like doing hard things teaches people a lot of valuable lessons in life and it makes you who you are. Um, and so I would never give up like a hard experience for anything because it teaches you a lot. Mm-hmm. Like you could be given all the resources in the world as say a child and you're like ready to be an entrepreneur or whatever. But if you haven't had to do anything hard in your life, like you're not really going to have that character to like get through when things get hard because things mm-hmm. are going to get hard in like entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. And so I do think like college was better. I wouldn't take it away for the year, for the year, <laughs> for the world. Uh-huh. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take away the experience. Mm-hmm. It was fun. <laughs> you yeah. know, like had a blast. It yeah. was a great time. Um, but like the educational piece, I'm like, meh, <laughs> like you don't have to, like there's mm-hmm. other things you can do. And mm-hmm. so I think it teaches you a lot about, um, getting scrappy and doing the grind, but beyond that, it didn't do a ton for me. Yeah. 
I could agree with that because I was yeah. a marketing major. And <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, we went to college with Bailey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And we are also marketing majors yeah. in the same school with Bailey. Yep. But no, I get that. It's like, as long as you have that, something to challenge you at some point in your life, then you probably still would have had yeah. that grit that drives you today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. just the baby steps, because now you, what jobs have you worked since college? Yeah. Um. So when I graduated, I heard, well, I didn't know what I was going to do. It's like, what do I do now? Right. You know? And like marketing, especially in Idaho, like... Unless you go to Boise, there's not a ton of marketing jobs because you're not in a big city. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of hard to come by. Um, and so I heard they were going to open a Chipotle in Pocatello. Right. And I was like, I love Chipotle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I became a service manager mm -hmm. and I helped like the opening process of that res restaurant. And Very I cool. was a service manager. Yeah. I mean, I remember that. I now made, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I made like no money. Like it, <laughs> it was not like a long-term play at all. Mm -hmm. And it was super hard work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and you manage a lot of people that really didn't care mm -hmm. about being there. That's great experience. But to it's have, all the though. experience. Yes. It is invaluable. Yeah. It totally How is. How many people yeah. did you manage? Um, you know, there's like rotating shifts, but it was probably like 15. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was good. And I was really bad at it. Like looking <laughs> back, I'm like, oh, I was so bad at that. Um, but it was good for me. Yeah. And so I'm glad that I had that experience. And also, like if you've never worked in food before, like if you work in food, it it teaches you something in which, like which part do you think else, you were bad at? Um bad at managing people. Like I was not understanding of people in that time of my life. Like I was pretty rigid. Like I was like, why are you late? And like, I think you have to be a lot more understanding of people than that. Um, and like, I've learned that when you criticize people, that's not really a good way to like lead people. Mm -hmm. Like people don't want to hear like the negative and stuff. Like they want to feel inspired. Yeah. Um, and so you can be like this, like hard ass or like rigid person and it's not going to get you far in leadership. Like mm -hmm. people want somebody that's going to inspire them. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you're an entrepreneur and you're wanting to lead people or you have a team or hiring people, um, you really have to like tap into um, what they want and make them do what you want through what they want. Like if you're just like, I want this, well, that's not what they want. Mm -hmm. um, and so the motivation I, in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you're not going to motivate people by telling them what you want. It's got to be what they want. Um, and so leading people is really, really hard. Um, but yeah, Chipotle was super And it got valuable. that experience for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So, did you need a degree to get that job? No. No, you didn't? No. That's good. Yeah, I would have been fine without it, but I it remember, was good. I remember when I first started working at Abercrombie in Hawaii, um, being a manager there. And yeah, it's, it's a challenge. You learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. 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 Having to be like the leader. I definitely went through my moments for sure of being stern and right. not as understanding as I should be and then kind of soften up. And then you get taken advantage of for softening up. So then you go back to being hard. <laughs> and it's just like finding that balance was always yeah. so tricky. But yeah, yeah, no, it was fun when you did connect with those people, though, and like were able to get that motivation. You found that switch. It was like, all right, Make this is difference. cool. Like, yeah, I truly see myself making a difference in your life. And yeah. now you making little differences in other people's lives. And that's that's awesome just right. to see that trickle effect. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and a lot of times, like when it say it is your own business, like 
you can't expect people to care about your business as much as you care about your business. For like sure. that's not their livelihood. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not, Why should they? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's your empire. Cause you're getting theirs. a paycheck every week. Like now yeah. you owe me your life. No, yeah. Like, no. So you have to be really understanding of people and like going to work every day is like, it's not the end all be all. Like there's so much more to life. There's so much more to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so you don't want to just like burn people no. out and like just grind them, like teach them valuable life lessons. Like mm-hmm. you knew, you probably knew that those people didn't want to work there forever and that there was so much more to them. So it's like about developing them as people. Yeah. I saw their faces when we told them how much they get paid. And then I'm surprised they showed up to their shift. <laughs> so I'm like, clearly you're not much. here for the money. You're here for something else you're trying to get out of this. Right. So right. do my best to give that to you. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you said that you work part or full time and then you were kind of doing this on the side. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. I took a big deep breath when you said that. <laughs> yeah. about it. Um, <laughs> there's no such thing as balance. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody once told me that it's about living a balanced life, not a balanced day. Okay. And that really speaks to me um, because over the course of your life, you want to be able to say like, you spent time with your kids, you built this business, you did all these things and it was really balanced. Okay. Um, But I don't think there's such thing as a balanced day. Like there are days that are Mm -hmm. chaotic Mm -hmm. and crazy and I cry and like, I want to like rip out my hair. Um, like they're bad, you yeah. know, these um, children's man. Yeah. <laughs> and jobs. Yeah. Like I have a toddler, you have a toddler. Yeah. Like it's a, it's hard. Like yeah. being a mom, having mom guilt, Yeah, trying to run a business, like mm-hmm. all the things, like you can't balance it. Um, yeah. and so I think you have to pull your attention to the things that require attention at that moment. Um, and yeah. be present there. Um, because if you're thinking about all the things, you're going to be way too stressed. And so I try to live like moment by moment um, and like enjoy this, like sitting here right now, like this is fun and this is cool. And like, I'm so honored to be on a podcast. Like I've never done that. And so like, I'm trying to just like enjoy this moment. Like mm-hmm. if I think about all the million other things that I have to do in my life, it won't be fun. And so it's a waste of every part of your life. If you're constantly stressing about the other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so just trying as hard as you can to like stay present in that moment and doing that thing and then going to the next thing. Yeah. And so that's really the only advice I have. I love that. I think that's really important because I've been kind of trying to practice that as well, because it'll be like going to Target or just going somewhere. And I'm like thinking about the next thing and stressing out over nothing where it's like, just chill out. Enjoy this time. Like it just doesn't matter. Like it's not that important. Yeah. The world tries to make us move faster and make us feel like we have to rush. I'm not being productive. And when you just say no to it, and I mean, obviously, not every situation you can do that, but when you can, and you can just like, no, I'm slowing down. I'm taking this time. And then you're like, why was I rushing? Right. Why was I so panicked and stressed? Like, everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, there's those times where you have to yeah. do something in time crunch. But yeah, I totally agree. I think that's so true. And it's like really good advice for people. I had a question um, mm-hmm. about like the merch and stuff. Where where do you do you have ideas of like what's next? Like shirts, bags? Um, are you just this is taking it slow, just going to stickers and then 
see where it goes. I think one thing at a time for me, I'm trying not to think too far in the future because Mm -hmm. I feel like when you really like plan it out. As I just talk about (laughs) (laughs) the world stressing you, making you rush and do more. No, it's okay. So what more are you going to (laughs) do? It's a good question. Um, I think it's good to have goals and like a long-term vision. But stickers are enough if you just want to do stickers. <laughs> <laughs> I And that's the thing is I don't think I know. I yeah. don't think I know what I want to do and what it'll involve in, evolve into. Um, I'm kind of like along for the ride. Um, I even have these thoughts sometimes that I'm like, okay, if this was just a movement and it became very powerful as a movement and I never sold a thing, I'd be okay with that mm-hmm. um, because that's important to me. But I would love to monetize it because I think when you do start to monetize a business, it like gives you more research sure. resources yeah. to be able to do more. Yeah, you, you can, can make bigger more. impacts for yes. more people. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I think that for that reason alone, like I would love to do as much as I can. And yeah. I haven't answered your question of what that is. <laughs> well, no, I think that's fine. I think it's smart of you to design this company as like a brand and not that's a sticker really company. That way you do have that flexibility to change. Mm-hmm. You're not locking yourself yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, no matter what, they'll come to you because they love you, not because mm-hmm. of your product. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, you haven't asked me about this, but I'm just gonna bring it up because okay. I think it's important. Um, <clears throat> so I was a co-founder on this. Yes. Um, so Cassidy Barnes co-founded mm-hmm. this with me. She's one of my absolute best friends in the world. I love her. Um, we actually, I think she pushed me. I don't even think this would exist today if it wasn't for her, because I have approached her with initial ideas. Um, but I don't think I would have pulled the trigger for like five, 10 years. Um, Mm -hmm. just like, and she like really like motivated me and like together we felt like we could do this. Yeah. And so we started it and like, she, like, I think it was her idea for it to be called inner pretty. Hmm. Um, and so like we had like talked about different names and like, um, spun off different ideas with each other and that's what we landed on. But I think that was hers. And we started building this. And what we started to find out is that, like, we didn't know how to, like, separate our friendship and our business. That's Mm -hmm. so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. And, like, I know, like, there's so much advice about, like, oh, don't go into business with friends and blah, blah. And I I think you should go into business with friends and people, like, you love and... yeah. Yeah. How else are you going to do it day in and day out yes. for the next 40 years? Yeah. <laughs> you can't stand the person next to you. Right. So like you want to do it with people you love. And, and so I think I would never change it for the world. And so we went with this and the hardest thing is we both have day jobs and she lives in Boise. I live in Idaho Falls. We have hundreds of miles between us. And outside of our regular work hours, we'd just be talking about inner pretty. Yeah. And we got away from talking about like Like our friendship. friendship. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it was really hard. And like, I think I did some things wrong. And I, um, I think I, I like looking back, I should have separated things out a little bit more, but it was really hard to do, you know? Yeah. And So ultimately she was like, Bailey, I think you should run with this business. And I think we should focus on our friendship. And like, I, I have so much respect that like she cared 
more about our friendship yeah. than the business. For sure. Um, was really important. Like that. Just the whole movement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. for a second, mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't do this. Yeah. Like if it's not with you, like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, you sh- you should do this. And she's, so she's no longer, um, a business partner, mm-hmm. but she's still totally involved. Like if I tell her, I'm doing something for any inner pretty. Like she's the first person to know. Like yeah. she gives me ideas. Like she'll call me all the time and she'll be like, Hey, you should do this for inner pretty. And so I think long term, um, I hope that like years from now she's back as a partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like I've definitely learned so much from that experience. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that like we remain friends and like being business partners didn't like destroy us, you know? Yeah. Cause I think it does for a lot of people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We've had, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. You it sucks when it happens because you never want it to. Yeah, it's right. like never your goal or intention. Yeah. So especially yeah. when yeah. it's because of around your business and you're like, this is my my thing that I want everyone to like, and it just yeah can't yeah. win them all though. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like you, uh, that is your work wife. Like you are married to that person. Like they have to know details about you that are like pretty uncomfortable as a business partner like you're really close Mm -hmm. and so I think like advice like if you're gonna start a business with somebody like if you're not willing to like talk through the hard things before you even start the business it's gonna be so hard when you do um so like you've really got to like talk through all the things before you even Mm -hmm. start and not just gonna be like let's just Let's just go for it. Like, talk through it. Yeah. And be honest. Yes. Don't just say the things that sound good because you want them to to happen. It's, yeah. it's like, because if you're not, then yeah, that just backfires. That's 100%. not yeah. going to end well. Yeah. 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 So that's some pretty good advice. Do you have any other, like, ending advice for someone going to start their own business? <sighs> um. So China Hansen, she's the owner of Little Mama Shirt Shop. Mm-hmm. This this piece is hers, and so I'm not I'm not stealing it, but I'm gonna say this piece <laughs> okay. because you I like think it so it's much, so good. So shout out to China. Um, she says, "Feel the fear and do it anyway." And I'm like, that is so like powerful because like as an entrepreneur, like you're so scared to do anything yeah. to start it, mm-hmm. all of the things, and fear is okay. Like it's okay to be scared, um, and still go for it. Um, so I love that piece of advice. Um, that's not mine personally, but I wanted to share that. Um, also forgive quickly. I think that is such a huge piece of advice for like entrepreneurs, people as a whole, like Mm -hmm. in general, like forgive quickly. Like, why are you holding on to that anger? Um, like even if you are right, like, you know, you're right. And somebody else is wrong. Yeah. Um, it's not going to fix anything. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's okay to like let down and like apologize. Even if you're, you may think you're not wrong. Like it's going to be better in the end. Like mm-hmm. life truly is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Yeah. Um, like you have so much control over yeah. a lot of things. And so forgive quickly. Like you really never know what's going to happen in life. Like not to be so dark, but like any of us could die today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, what are people going to say about us when we're gone? Mm-hmm. And so like, that's a, a thing I think about regularly now, which is kind of weird that I think about that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I do because at the end of the day, 
like people are going to forget what you did. Like they're not going to care that I was in marketing and mm-hmm. <laughs> those type, those yeah. fine details. They're going to mm-hmm. care about how I made them feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the stories people will tell, like when you're gone at your funeral. Oh, that just reminded me. It was a post and it was like, the things that are important to your life are written in your obituary. And it was like, you don't have on there, was an accountant for 10 years and then worked at, you know, the list of jobs. It was like, no, they left their three kids. They left, you know, yeah, and that's what's important. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that is so true. And that's, that's a really good piece. Yeah. Um, my boss always says to me, do something every day that scares you. And after over mm. the course of your life, you're going to look back and be like, I've done a lot of things. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like day to day. Yeah. And those could be so little. Yeah. And so like when I asked him, like, well, what do you mean by that? Like, yeah. what do you do? And what he told me he does is he'll reach out to people like that he hasn't talked to in a long time, but maybe he like wronged them or like they left on bad terms or something. Interesting. And he'll just be like, hey. I know you like you probably haven't thought about this in five years, but five years ago, like I said this thing and I'm sorry. And like, I think that's so powerful. Like there's yeah. so many people in our past that like, you know, we we make mistakes. Yeah. We're yeah. human. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, say sorry to people or um, yeah. reach out to somebody you haven't heard from in a really long time. Like, yeah, you never know like what's going to happen in life. So just do those things and like you won't regret it. Yeah. Yeah. Easy like things that. to overlook, but very important things. Yeah. Yeah. They're so simple. Like uh, balancing life. Like it's so difficult. You're like, oh, I have a million things to do today. Like, how do I have time to reach out to somebody? Like you have to make the conscientious effort every single day to like pause and be like, I'm going to message this person right now. You that know, it does take effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like how many texts do I have unread on my phone yes. right now? To then yes. go and text someone. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, let's look because this will be fun. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 151 unread text messages. You that guys. gave me anxiety. <laughs> I could never. <laughs> to be fair. Was, mine was at 11. So that was like. <laughs> oh, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, a lot of those are like, um, like, I've subscribed to every single business. That's like business. what they all are. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so don't think I'm not texting people back after I just told you to make sure you have good relationships. I think I've texted almost everyone back at this point. You, you know what to do. You never said it was easy. It's true. Yeah. Like inner pretty movement. Like I don't have this movement because I'm like this perfect human who's super kind all the time. And it's so cliche. Like it sounds cliche to be like, just be kind. But at the end of the day, like we need reminders about that type of stuff and to feel inspired because it's easy to be kind until it gets hard. Like somebody cuts you off while you're driving. Mm -hmm. Like your knee jerk reaction is to be pissed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's really hard to... um, like reward like meanness with kindness yeah but it can be worth it too and Mm -hmm. so you know i started this movement not because i'm perfect but really because i'm trying to be a better human myself yeah Mm -hmm. no i really like that thank you so much for coming on our podcast today i feel like i learned so much about your movement and i love it 
and I'm excited to see where it goes in the future. Thank you. Oh, so are you going to have a, is there a website or anywhere we can find this stuff now? Yeah. So if you go to any of my social media handles, which are inner pretty movement, um, there's like a link in my bio that leads to my website, which is inner pretty movement.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. if you go there, it'll say coming soon. And it said that for a while, <laughs> but exciting news. I'm officially committing to launching my website. You'll be able to purchase stickers on the website. Yeah. 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 So you'll okay. be able to purchase, ship them out. Super excited. Yeah. Long time coming. That's really exciting. Yay. So keep an eye out for that. November okay. 3rd. Innerprettymovement.com. Innerprettymovement. Yep. All right. Yep. Thank you so much, Bailey. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for Bailey. having me. Bye, everyone. Bye.